Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard the phrase, your go-to guy. We are Are your your go-to girls. Welcome back to the go-to girls. I mean, with my psychologist voice. Welcome back to the go-to girl. Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, we are here today to bring you all things LinkedIn. Because girl, we've seen some people struggling on you guys, LinkedIn. It, literally people are probably like, eh, not the most exciting topic. Guess what? You need this shit in your life. You, every tip, trick that we are going to share with you, if you are not listening along with a notepad or you're LinkedIn up and ready to go, you got problems because we've just looked at a bunch of our clients, LinkedIn and people we mentor struggle bust. It's not good. It's not good. It ain't okay. And employers look at that bad boy up to 77%. So I'd get on this LinkedIn train if I were you, but we got to rant. You know the deal. We have a lot to rant about this week. We have so much to talk about. We have so we have much to talk about. to talk about this week. We really do. But let's start it off with a bang. I want to talk about you oh. graduating with your ah, MBA. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. I love it. So you guys, Lauren and her family had a huge party, 75 people. Yep. On a rooftop deck. In Conchahawken. In Conchi. In Conchahawken. And it was so fun. It really felt like we were back to real life. It was amazing to me because it was like my family was there. Some of the classmates were there. Friends were there. The go-to girls were there, which was like, how weird was that when people are coming up? They're like, oh my God, the go-to girls. And like, we're like, you're the other one. I swear. Did I tell you this? So your friend comes up to me and goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm distracted. I keep looking at your eyelashes because you said they were fake on the episode. Wait, I was Fio? Like, was yeah. Fio? Was Fio? Fio, we can't wait to have you on the pod, by the way. We cannot wait. But I was like, oh, people, like, I forget I said that. It's just weird. Well, and like my parents will like call me now and be like, Hey, we didn't put pressure on you. <laughs> we didn't do that. And I'm like, oh my God, like people are actually listening. Like we actually have followers and listeners that are like giving us feedback. Who, and then we meet them in the wild and right. it's like, well, you're the go-to girl. Who are very aware of our fake eyelashes and all of our issues. Wait, and Jill and I also slid into somebody's DMs that are getting custom sweatshirts made that have the go-to girls podcast on. I mean, that is where our life is now. We've that made we've, it. We've got merch. We got merch. We have made it, but, but no, the party was so fun. So fun. I think it was weird. Like you said, to be in a room with 75 people, not in a room on a deck right. outside, but Hot girl summer. I mean, we're go. People are going to go hot, this summer. If you're not prepared, you've got about T minus two weeks. The bar was packed, guys. Girl, I mean, people are getting after it. Philly's opening up. I mean, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Like COVID's not a thing anymore. Oh, everyone and their mothers at the shore. I've and, never seen anything like it. If you're not from Philly, I will just tell you guys, it's. I, I can't even describe it. I've never seen a mass exodus like this. But like Memorial Day weekend, if you're not going to the shore, like we are staying back and recording content and doing something. Like we're losers. Right. We're losers. Big time. Everyone's at the shore. Where's your shore house? Avalon, Seattle. I'm like, uh, Philadelphia. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I don't have one. I feel like major FOMO. No, but it was great. I think it was so nice to see that many people. And it was just interesting to like be in a space where a bunch of people were interacting, bullshitting, hanging out. It was nice. The biggest thing, I can't tell you the last time, because I, you guys, I met all of Lauren's, um, classmates, like friends. I can't tell you the last time I had a conversation with someone I didn't know, a stranger. 
<laughs> I swear to God, I was like, what? what are we talking about? Am I doing this right? Wait, I don't. So not even kidding. Because we had family, friends, colleagues, like people from the class. I don't remember the last time I've had to be at an event where I've had to like manage multiple groups. Like worlds collided, like in like, Seinfeld. I was worlds like, oh, collided. hey, I got to check on my classmates. Then I got to make sure my fam's good. Then I got to go check on my parents. You know, we're running a tap. Like I was like, I got to make sure. Make sure everything's settled. And I was good. like, I'm exhausted. Like I went to Jared. I was like, oh my God, like this is, we're back in the real world of like, this bullshitting hanging out thing. It was it's, nice. It, it was actually really, really nice. It was so fun. It was fun. People got drunk. My sister was loaded. I was just going to say, saw your sister in the bathroom. Wait, Amazing. Al was the best when she left Al's at the end of the, the night. Shout out to you, Al. We love you. And she was riding the elevator up and down. No, she wasn't. And we finally, my dad goes, get her in the car because my parents drove her home. And I couldn't find her. And then she gets off the elevator and she's like, hey, Lou. And I'm like, get your ass in the car. Get your ass in the car. She literally rode the she's elevator the up and down at the Great American Pub in Conchaca. I love her so much. You know what? And she never gets like that. Uh, well, it was a reason to celebrate. I think a lot of people are going to get like that. Like the gates have opened. And yeah. your dad, we need to talk about your dad. Grande John. Grande John is my new favorite person. He's what? He's the go-to guy. Like he's the original go-to guy. We are going to have him on this podcast. He's going to become the new love of your lives. I'm yeah. telling you right now. Like when I think of, and one of the main reasons we started Go-To Girls was my dad would always be like, I got a guy. Oh, I got your guy. Like, let me hook you up with this guy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no dad. So now I'm like, dad, when you say it, you're going to be like, oh, I got a girl for you. Let me hook you up with the girl. Like I'm going to hook up with the Go-To Girls because We're gonna make him a convert. he is the go-to guy that I'm like, he has this network, knows all these people, is always connecting, always BSing. Like he has the Rolodex. I'm like, we need to create this for women where it's the go-to girls. He was great. He's already invited me to every family function you have oh, from now obsessed. on. He, and then he he's like totally obsessed with you. And he's like Love ready. Him. He's like, Jill is amazing. I'm like, I know dad. She's great. Grande John, my new favorite person. Shout out to the Whalen family for really I mean, through. shout out. That was so much fun. Plus, oh, you got to tell us about your celeb sighting. Oh, guys. So for my graduation, I got a graduation gift to go to the Four Seasons of mm. Philadelphia for a little spa day because I've been dying to go, which, by the way, Four Seasons, bullshit that you can't go in their like affinity pool that's over the 78th floor unless you have a hotel reservation. Oh. So I think I'm going to like check out the pool, use all the amenities. You're paying. Have, have you ever been there even for drinks? I've, I've never been there, been there. I've been there for drinks. Um, I have not stayed at the hotel and I looked at it for an event that I was going to host. Okay. Um, with Disney. And so I did look at the space, but this is like my first time like using this, like actually going into the amenities. So I went to the spa and I'm like, oh sweet. Like I'll spend the half day graduation gift before I start my new right. job, like all this kind of stuff. And they're like, oh, you can't use the pool. It's for hotel guests only. And the Phil, if you guys, the Philadelphia Four Seasons, the pool overlooks like the 70th floor. It's like an infinity pool. It's supposed to be it's amazing. It's unreal. But you couldn't even use it. And then you pay like a ton of money. To get a massage. And they're like, oh, there's crystals in the walls. Can you feel it? There's crystals in the walls. <laughs> Can you and feel the energy? And they're like, would you like extra crystals? And I'm like, no, I got enough okay. crystals because of the crystals in the wall. Now, did you have a man or woman masseuse? Oh, never a man. Me never, either. Never Me a man. either. I love the ladies. Okay. You know love why? Love the ladies. I have PTSD. Shout out Lisa Freeman. We were all together for her bachelorette, one of my friends. One of her other bridesmaids came out and said the male masseuse tried to suck her toes. <laughs> swear to God. Ever That's since then, I've been good. traumatized. I no. swear to God. Now, I don't know if that, that could be false. I believe it. 
I'm I've never you, had a man. I don't mess with men. And Jared and I have done couples massages. Like we have done that. <gasps> Ooh, see, never done that. Yeah. So we've definitely done that where we'll like go and get couples massages and stuff. But I'm like, gotta have the ladies. Yeah. Like I want to be touched by a lady, not a man. And I want to feel super comfortable. Like just a dude there is going to get me all, am I breathing right? Wait, is How does my butt look? Wait, I have no time for that. You, do you wear any undergarments when you go? Okay. Normally I will wear like a thong. I will too. It, it, yes. Now, do I have any problems stripping down? No, but I'm also like, why is there a need for that? Yeah. Like there's no need for my hoo-ha to be out under the white blanket no. that's heated. But I'll tell you what, I've given PTSD to many workers in Philadelphia, masseuses, spray tan technicians. They see all of me. Oh my God. Wait. So I got my spray tan done before graduation because- I love a spray tan. I do too. It like just I, makes you feel better. Jerry was like, you should get spray tans more often. Because right, you feel more confident. Not even that. But he was just like- it looks good. You look good, Tan. Shout out. Go-to like, husband does not lie. The go-to husband never lies. And I walked in and, you know, we were doing all, you got to primp it all. We already talked about this. You had to get it all done. But like, I got the spray tan, but like a 16-year-old girl with like a 12-pack spray tan me was probably like, but I'm like, she's got to see other udders. You know what I mean? Like she, she ain't, well, and she I, ain't, that's, this is it. This is not the only thing the homie's seeing. That's what I equate it to. Like when I was a nurse on the floor, you, you literally could not shock me. Yeah. And like part of me wanted to go in and be like, oh, well, one boob's kind of smaller than the other. And it's okay. And I'm Wait, like, I, you know what? Whatever lady, just spray me up. You're can 16. I, can I tell you something though? I was really nervous if she was going to ask me to lift my boobs. Yeah. See, I don't have that problem. <laughs> Ever, like, ever. Because, so, like, again, you're just wearing a thong. Like, well, you're not you wearing anything you got to get out. under. Yeah. Nobody wants it. But with the melons, and again, I have this problem and Jill does not. But, like, what if she was, like, the 16-year-old, like, is, like, lift them so you can get the under boob. But we're all ladies, and that's why. I mean, it, it was a lot. But there was a woman, like, who was 60 who was in front of me, and I was like, okay. Okay. I love to see that. You know what? I, I want to be getting spray tans when I'm 85. I think everyone should get a spray tan. I do too. My mer- look, it's like coming off. I mean, I'm speckled right now. But no, but I'm advocating because I can't put on my own spray tan to save my life. No, and I'm not doing that. I mean, I've watched the like Instagram bloggers. Who no have, time. Like, what's that one with the glove? And I'm like, there's no all way. There's no San way. Tropez and Bondi Beach and, and all what, that stuff. And what would I do? Be like, Jared, can you get my back? And what, what would, would I do? Tubs? Be like, tubs? I would have to come over. You would have to do it on Thursday. Big time. Here. You'd have to. God. Maybe we'll just make this a spray tanning operation. We could do that. Yeah. So graduation was great. Moving on from that. It was so fun. It's over. It's over. So talking about moving on. Oh God. Now, you know, I check the news daily. And when I say news, I mean people in Us Weekly. Pop. Pop news. Pop culture. Pop culture. And I can't tell you, I literally had a visceral reaction and I'm not even kidding. When I saw that Kanye West is now dating Bradley Cooper's baby mama. I didn't even know that was a thing. First of all, she's that like supermodel, it. like Irina Shankaka. Like, I, I don't even know her name. She's, it's like not fair people like that exist. But like, how do men move on so freaking quickly? Here's Kim with the kids studying to be a lawyer. She failed, failed her failed, baby bar. Failed. I know. But you know what? She's given effort. And this cuckoo magoo <laughs> is just putting his hoo-hoo willy in everything that walks. Wait, I love you just said cuckoo magoo <laughs> and hoo-hoo willy. Are <laughs> two that just came I out mean, of your we mouth. can be. I know we can cuss on here, but I don't know. I think I've cussed. Definitely, my mom say like, "Don't say that." Right? Don't we do cuss that. on this, but you know we're, what I'm saying? It really. And then I was telling Lauren, I 
I've had this happen to me. I've just been perusing Facebook back when Facebook was a thing. You guys, yeah. this was a few years ago. Like loved this guy, like so into him. We broke up. I was devastated. Oh, yeah. I'm starting my life. I was devastated. Facebook, he's kissing some other girl in a picture a month after we broke up. I said, excuse me. I didn't need to see that on a Tuesday night. No, thank you. No, thank you. But okay. I have a question. Have, have you ever had a guy cheat on you? No, not I to have. my knowledge. <clears throat> I have. And you know what's amazing to me? That though I think he could do that and not tell me. And like his conscience wouldn't get to him. If I did that, I wouldn't sleep for days. Yeah. Like yeah. I'd be constantly worried about everything. I don't know. Like, but I feel like sometimes with men, and maybe we're judging men, but like they I feel can like just, they compartmentalize. They can just move on. They can just compartmentalize stuff. It's like, and we're worried about solving the world's problems all in one day. Right. But part of me hopes that comes back to bite them in the ass. Like I want all of that deep-seated, like un, unresolved trauma to boil over and hit them yeah, in the like ass Connie like 20 years West later. has got issues. Yeah. Homie is not okay. No. But again, but he, but what a man's world. But now he's got a supermodel and he's doing just fine. Right. not worried about it. I don't know. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I, so that's my controversial. It's not a controversy. We're on the same side. I don't understand. There's no it. controversy about that. No. But men might think it's controversial. They're like, we're not like that. We don't, not all of us just move on. I don't, part of me wishes I was more like that and did not overthink everything and just stuck my hoo hoo willy in anything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Hoo hoo willy. Hashtag hoo hoo willy. I can't believe you said that. That's so amazing. Did I tell you I was on Bumble back in the day? Are you and back had, on the apps right now? I'm, I took a break okay. from the apps, but I'm going to go back on. Yeah, we need I was back. traumatized, but you know what? It's fine. Like I, rejection it's, hits me and bounces off. I'm like rubber made at this point. It's not about your mental state. It's about the content for the people. Exactly. We exactly. Do this, we do this for the people. I'm doing a 30-day cleanse for the people on the pod right now. This is not Which we need to talk about. State. No, but I don't use hoo-hoo willy like that word in my normal <laughs> life. But I was dying because I thought about, I was on Bumble a while ago and I had not even met up with this guy. Like, you don't know this, but people on Bumble love to be a pen pal, love to be a pen pal. Like, just write up. Like, I think it validates them, but they never really want to meet up. Anyway, what do you mean a pen pal? Right. Like, they just want to text all day. Oh, like there's no ever action from your text message? Oh, a ton of guys just want to text. and like, Yeah. I have a J-O-B. Don't know about you, sir. Nine side hustles. Who has time for this? Right. So we hadn't met, like no plans to meet. And he said, he wrote me, he goes, I just need you to know. He goes, before we meet, he goes, my you know what is really small. By who, Willie? (laughs) He said, my you know what. I wanted to be like, sir, I'm over the age of six. I know what a you know what is. What would and you also, want to call it? Now I'm not talking to you. Would, do you want it to be like my penis is small, or would you want to be my my like hoo hoo Willie? No, is small? I like be a normal dude and say my dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't know that was like normal. I just said penis. <laughs> penis. I literally just said that. My mother's gonna be but so upset. Who <laughs> says that? You guys, this is the state of the world we're living in, where grown men are stating to me, "My, you know what is small." <laughs> Number one, you lost me on you know what. Number two, small piece, cut it out. Right. Why am you I know, hanging around? But why would you say that exactly. prior to even a meeting? Thank you. And also, sir, so at least you'd be like, "I have a good, per- a big right. personality." Who do you think I am? Do you think I'm gonna walk in naked on our first date and be like, <laughs> "Let's get to business"? Let me see your hoo hoo willy. Right. Get it. lost. I have something called. Integrity. Okay. I love it so much. All right. So now that we've ranted and raved, we got to talk about these hot mess LinkedIn's that we've been saying. Yes. We're going to talk about LinkedIn. And truly, every single time we talk to a client, 
We get the eye roll. How important is LinkedIn? But I am in your shoes. I used to have a profile, not look at it. Who cares? I have a job. Total 180 on LinkedIn. It's huge. Yeah. And I think... I don't think a lot of you realize this, but Jill and I do mentoring and coaching on the side. So Jill has her own business, The Career Catalyst, which is connecting on the website if you're ever looking for it. But a lot of the clients that we work with, we mentor, we give guidance to, the first thing we do is take a look at their LinkedIn to see how they are representing themselves when they're putting themselves out in the job market or just how they're representing themselves Mm -hmm. in general. Right. Which I don't think a lot of people look at their LinkedIn. Right. So LinkedIn, it needs to be on par. We give this advice not only when you're looking for a job, but at any point in time, you should be engaging engaging on LinkedIn every single day every if day. possible. Yeah. And I think just not about, I think people are just like, oh, I have to post when I get a new job or a new activity or a new skill set. It's like, no, you got to put content yeah. out there yep. that's going to be engaging to your audience. Exactly. And you reap what you sow. It, it, it sounds crazy, but I actually look forward to going on LinkedIn. You learn a ton of industry news. Totally. You know what's popping and you're so much more amped and ready and in a good place when those opportunities come up. I'm not going to lie to you. My LinkedIn like hits are so much higher than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like like I get a lot of traction on LinkedIn. That's your platform. That's like the platform. Like that is where I post things and different things that are happening and you get a ton of traction off of that. You do. So we are here to give you our top tips for LinkedIn. Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. Tip number one, choose the right profile pick. Oh. So just like dating apps and Zillow, if you do not have a pick, swipe left. You have to have a picture, number one. And number two, make sure it's like of current and today. Thank you. I don't want to see Joe Schmo and I have a meeting with him and the picture is of him in college and now he's in his fifties and I'm like, who am I even meeting with? Who are you? And Mm -hmm. oh, by the way, you were like 20 pounds lighter and you don't even look like you did in your photo. Exactly. You have no hair. Huge mistake people make. Make it current because you want to know who you're meeting with. And make it professional. Exactly. Like how about the ones where people cut off like a girlfriend and they have like half their face and we're like, hello guys, like you don't need a professional Photoshop, but like, hello, get something up there. That's a decent looking picture of yourself in a professional setting. Agree a hundred percent. What you would wear to work, no boobage, cleavage, like no over the top. And you know, smile. It doesn't have to be serious, but the rule of thumb, and there's statistics on this, your face should take up about 60% of that picture, like no long distance Yep, love it. shots. So that's tip number one. Number one. Tip number two, add a background photo. Mm. So the background photo, it's kind of like this little hidden gem. A lot of LinkedIn profiles do not have a background photo. Which drives me nuts. It does. So use the opportunity. Why? Studies show that you are going to get 17 times the views if you have a background photo. It's a visual image. LinkedIn gives you default background settings. Yes. So like if you're not creative or you don't have Tatiana who builds backgrounds for you like I do, then you go and pull one of the defaults that they have to have it up there. Exactly. Have something. You're boring if you don't have one. Have something. And the other thing is, of course, there are defaults like Lauren said, but use the background photo to your advantage. So we work with a client who literally could be the mayor of Philadelphia, right? She grew up here. She's never going to leave. Her background photo is Boathouse Row. Yep. That's awesome. Why? I said, oh, I lived in Philly or, oh, Boathouse Row. Give people something to connect to, but, and I repeat, but, 
LinkedIn is not a platform for babies, kegs, husbands, dogs. Like your family life, uh uh-uh. That's not in your background photo. Nor should it be in your profile photo. Thank you. Like, I can't get over the people Ever. who have a picture of you and your dog as your profile photo on LinkedIn. Nah, 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 nah. Go and update your Instagram. You don't need to update your LinkedIn with your dog. Exactly. No. So tip number three, make your headline more than just a job title. The example I give is you're going to get to learn more about Lauren and I as we go through this process, but... I am in a role, I work in pharma, and my job title is a clinical research practitioner. Mm. You might be like, sounds good, right? That role was created for me. There's no other clinical research practitioners basically on the planet. Right. So meaning that job title says nothing to anyone. Like it's just, okay, cool title. So make your headline more than that job title. Maybe I would describe what I do. Or again, give, give people a little bit more jazz so they get to know me a little bit more in that headline. Yeah. So that's another tip. Love that one. So next thing we have for you, and this is a huge mistake people don't make, have an about page. You have to have an about page. So we talk about LinkedIn being a professional platform and it is, but we're also humans. I want to do business with people who I have a connection to or a bond, or I want to gravitate towards you if we have something in common, or if you say something or write something that sparks something in me. Use your about page to tell a story and tell your narrative. Yeah. And I think what is going to draw people in when they're first looking at your LinkedIn and they read that first one or two sentences about you, what is that saying? What are you trying to define yourself as? Am I going to engage with this profile? Am I making any connection with this person? I think you have to be very intentional about what you were putting in that about page because I think people are going to be looking at it. Love all of that intentional. And remember, it doesn't have to be, I am a software developer. Yeetie, beep, boop. Exactly. Beep, bop, boop. Hoo-hoo, willies. <laughs> Hoo-hoo, willies. Give them a little, like, what's your passion? What drives you? Like, like, give me some meat. And again, get granular. What projects have you done? What excites you? Like, don't be so cookie cutter. I agree. Totally. Next tip. Hot tip. Hot tip goes not only for LinkedIn, but on your resume as well. And Lauren and I see this all the time. Declare a war on buzzwords. We're over them. If I see the word experienced, specialized, creative, innovative, one more time, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. Don't use them. I don't, and like be specific and put numbers and decimal around what you're doing. Like if you, so I come from more of a sales background and client management and consulting. If I'm not putting, oh, I made X amount of dollars and being really specific on my LinkedIn, they're like, well, how much revenue did you make? Like if I'm in sales, right. they want to know how much profit you're making, how much revenue, are you hitting your sales target? What are your cute goals? Like all those pieces, you have to be specific and get down into the granular numbers and share that. Exactly. One example that we use all the time, and again, not that you can't describe yourself, but we, we kind of use this example. Example A, someone on their resume or LinkedIn might write, I am an expert at executing contracts. Okay. That really, how, why, that tells me nothing, right? right? This is example B. I execute 80 contracts a year, which represents a 30% increase from fiscal year 2014 to 2016. Thank you. I'm going to go with B. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Quantify your stuff. Quantify what you're doing and put yeah. the number associated with it. Quantify it. All right. Next hot tip. Hot tip. Grow your network. 
Grow your network. We say this every episode. We do. And it is so important. Like we're going to drill, like write this on my grave, grow your network. Like that's just it. Jill Vanek. Jill Vanek, dash to dash. I don't know. What do you call your, <laughs> did you do your privates? What is it? What'd you say? Who, who willies? Who, who willies? <laughs> who, who willies? Grow your network. <laughs> grow your network. So one of the hidden gems that a lot of people don't know about, one of the easiest ways to grow that network is off the bat, you can sync your profile with your email address book. So this allows LinkedIn to suggest people you can connect with. So you don't have to go through your Rolodex one by one or your email lists. And that will bring all of these people to light and you can just go about your business. For all of my salespeople, all my client management people, if you do not have sales or a LinkedIn navigator, hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo willies, you're falling behind. Let me tell you, because the way that you can search companies based on role, based on where they are in the company, based on their you know salary base, all of these things that you can search for, and then you can build search decks and you can reach out to people in direct messaging. If you are in a sales direct kind of role, get on Sales Navigator, start to figure out the platform and utilize it to your best ability. Do you have to pay for that one? So usually companies will pay for it. So Ah, anytime I've worked for someone, the company has always paid for us to have the Sales Navigator aspect. Mm -hmm. But if you have an individual business or you're someone who's trying to grow, it's amazing to build sales, like to build your sales platform and communities through Sales Navigator. It's huge. Love that hot tip and take advantage of what Lauren just said. If you don't ask, you don't receive. Have a game plan, have some strategy, go to your manager, guarantee they will cover that LinkedIn navigator if you have rationale. Totally. And half the time, you probably don't even realize you have these resources available to you because huge mm-hmm. companies like the ones that Jill and I work for right. probably have the available resources and tons of different licenses, but you never know if you don't ask. It, that's a huge thing. You know, the other day, I've been paying $49.99 a month for the Wall Street Journal. You don't need to. Guess what? My company gives it to me for free. Excuse me. Excuse me. Do you know how much money that was over? I'm appalled. So when I got my first remote position, when I got to like move back to Philly, but I was still working for Disney out of Orlando. Yeah. Homegirl didn't realize like, oh, home office, pay for your internet, pay for your cell phone bill, cover, get you a printer, all all that yourself. Homegirl was like, I'm like just happy to be transferred. Right. You got reloaded. Happy to be like, here. Happy, happy to be, to be nominated. Here. Happy to have a job. Happy to take over the Northeast market. Like, great. Give it to me. And then it's like, oh, are you expensing your internet? What? I'm like, uh-huh. excuse me. You said expense. I know. Really? So ask and you shall receive because Amen. so many of those resources go untapped. It's a sin. Praise be. Praise be. Bless. What is it? Bless the fruit. Blessed be the fruit. I need to catch up on the latest episode. Uh-huh. Handmaid's Tale, guys. <laughs> So I'm good. addicted. So, so good. That Wait, and Merit East Town. I'm one episode behind on each. Oh, so good. I'm obsessed. Yeah, so those are our like things right now. Is Mayor of Eastwood and I'm so into Who Willie's with the Made Lore Open with the Handmaid's Tale. It's so good. It is so good. So rounding out our list, you want to list your relevant skills. Now, Lauren and I will go on profiles and see a list of skills that is literally longer than the Gettysburg Address. No, no. If Lincoln can sum it up in 300-something words, so can you. So spring clean your relevant skills. What do you want to attract? Those are the skills you put at the top. And again, be granular. Don't just say proficient in word. If I see that one more time on a resume, I'm going to lose my mind. Proficient in what? I'm proficient in waking up in the morning. Do you know what I'm saying? I just like when when people put like proficient in word, Excel and like 
PowerPoint of like, yeah, no, welcome to 2021. Well, P.S. I am, I can barely turn on Excel. I swear to God that you guys, oh. that's the hot tip. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to take a class and I'm not even kidding on how to do it. So did you take that for your master's in Excel no, class? I've gotten by with stats on Oof. like just pencil, pen, calculator, and brain. Do you count on your fingers still? No, that's oh, one thing I don't do. I do. And I can type, oh, in sixth grade, I was a typing wizard. I can type like million words a minute. Wait, when you were in sixth grade, did they used to put like these like keyboard condoms over your screen so you didn't know where the letters were and then you'd have to type? <sighs> no. Oh my God, shout out to Mrs. Dippy, my computer teacher. There was like keyboard condoms and they would literally put it over so you couldn't see what it was. And then you had to do typing tests to see where you could like hit the numbers and hit the letters because you couldn't see what was on the keyboard. What? And they were like the silicone flimsy thing. Okay, I know what you're talking about though. Like the very, almost like my Invisalign, like very flimsy <laughs> silicone. No, Just we, like your Invisalign. We had a typing class and every day, like every week he would pick some in the class to pick a letter. And I had a friend, Jay. And it was his turn. And Mr. Smythe said, Jay, it's your turn. Pick, pick a letter. And Jay goes, uh, Jay. And Mr. Smythe goes, Jay says, Jay. <laughs> so every time we see him, we go, Jay says, Jay. Jay, says Jay. Wait, wait, what was your, what was your favorite computer game during computer class? Did you ever have a, did you ever get yes, to play games? I like blanked on all of the names, but I used to love playing that. Okay. So mine was Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail is a big one. The where youngsters the world don't is, know. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Oh, that was a TV show. Oh, and I'm thinking of one more. Where in the, the world, world is Carmen Sandiego? Sandiego? That was so good. That oh, show was so Oregon good. Oregon Trail. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? There was another one. I don't even know. I forget. Coin munchers or something. Oh my God. There's so many good ones. The, I used to What love do you think kids are class. doing in school now? Don't even know, but you know what? I'm not even jealous. I am so, that typing, best thing I ever learned how to freaking type. Well, none of these kids know how to do cursive. Oh, there's no way they lost learn, cur- There's no way they learn cursive. I know. I well, cursive I better to, than I print. You and I went to Catholic school. Yeah. So that was a big thing we for had us. The nuns. It's like we had the nuns. I had the nuns up till college. I am through college. Because then I had to go to an all-girls preparatory high school. Yeah, I did not do that. Chandra, where I had to wear my blazer every day. Well, I wore, I mean, I had to wear uni. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the uni, I loved a good uni. Here's why I like uniform. And if I ever have a child, even tubs, I'm going to start dressing up because it's bad. You don't have to think about what you're going to wear. There's no fight. There's no nothing. Everyone's dressed the same. Can you imagine being like going to public school? And like thinking every morning, like what crop top am I going to wear today? Lauren, I rotate through the same two outfits now. And when I was in high, I would have shown up in umbros and a side ponytail. Absolutely not. Like when I had to go to college and thank God I played sports because then I had, I went from like practice to practice. So a lot of time I wear like my sports apparel, my moped. And, but like, oh my God. But like, I couldn't imagine going to like public school and picking out an outfit every day. That would be mortifying. My worst nightmare. Okay. Wait, I have one more question. (laughs) When was your peak of when, like, oh, peak of hotness? And when was your when was your like, like absolute lowest? Oh, I okay. I have been a late bloomer in everything in life. I will say that say that off the bat. Meaning, I'm behind my friends in like, and we talked earlier, like. Not that this is a contest, but like marriage, kid. Like I'm the latest bloomer ever. Yeah. I was disgusting until (laughs) senior year of college. Stop. Swear to God. No way. Senior. Okay. So here's what I did. Between junior and senior year of college, I went to New York. I interned at Sloan Kettering for a summer and I did the Atkins diet. Came back, looked loaded, baller, had lost all I ate were hot dogs. All I ate for a summer were hot dogs and whipped cream. I lived in the YMCA. That's for another podcast. Swear to God. 
um, left alone in New York, lost 30 pounds. I came back and people were like, what? Uh, yeah, that was a good time. That was your that, you that was my year. Shredded. I blossomed. That lasted for probably eighteen months, and then I went back to, <laughs> to, to not my pit, not my peak. But that was when I, if I could go back and relive that, watch out, watch out. See, I was an early bloomer. Like I got like legs on my like hairy legs, and my boobs grew in like no, third grade. So late. Oh, I was so early, and I, my peak, like my pit, was third grade to seventh. Yeah, that was yeah. That's a hard time for everyone. Braces, Bob. My mom wouldn't let me wax my eyebrows, so I had one. Like, see, I didn't even think of waxing until like two years ago. Hard, hard times. Like hard times. Like it was rough. And like I remember, like people are starting to make out at like dances or like in the basement. Oh yeah, and like spin the bottle. Spin the bottle. Oh my god, I used to be so scared. Me and like this other kid, like didn't get picked. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, it was an awkward time. It was just an awkward time. But then I hit like eighth grade into high school into freshman year of college, and I was like. Yeah. Smoke show. Someone came to play. Someone came to play. Like yeah. someone showed up and then it all went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm on a, and now I, I'm on a cleanse. No, I would like to think I'm still at a peak. We are still at peaks. No. But uh, senior peaking. of college was good. Senior of college. But like we're doing Botox. I mean, I haven't done Botox yet. Oh yeah. Oh girl, we'll do a whole episode. I just um, started. Yeah. So I got to talk about that and like all the other good stuff, but. We will discuss. Look good on your LinkedIn profile. Picture. Look good on your LinkedIn. So, last tip, final tip for Bring us. Bringing it home. Bringing it home. And people don't think about this, but you have an activity page on LinkedIn and you also have a feature page. You don't have to put things about yourself in those columns. It is meant to be very visually and aesthetically pleasing. Hmm. Why I say that? People don't share media enough. You can upload a PowerPoint. You can upload a TED Talk. You can upload a video of yourself. Identify yourself as an expert in a field and start producing content around that. People watch it. We're very visual humans. Start using those features. It'll make a world of difference. Coming in hot. I'm telling you, we're giving the people the, these LinkedIn tips. You guys, I mean, we kid about a lot of stuff. LinkedIn is a surefire way to up your game instantaneously. Absolutely. And if you're not focused on it and you're not paying attention to it and updating it, you better. Do it. Do it. Get engaged. Comment on people's posts. Start reaching out to people. Again, Lauren and I live by this rule. Every Friday, we have a half an hour block on our calendar to network, to set time, use LinkedIn. I have met tons of people who were strangers who are now good work contacts through this platform. Absolutely. It's huge. You need to use it. Do it. So that's what we got for you. Ah, it's another episode of the go-to girls. LinkedIn, woo-woos. Thank you, guys. Hoo-hoos and the woo-woos. Thank you guys all for listening too. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Amen. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Make sure you guys check out the Go To Girls podcast on all different platforms. Go to Go To Girls podcast on Instagram. Go to the Go To Girls podcast.com website to check us out. And guys, subscribe. Rate like, us. Give like us those five stars. Write us some bomb review. Please. And maybe we'll get some of our new merch. Yes. You'll definitely get merch. If you write a bomb review, the best review is getting a go-to girls podcast. Oh, we can make that happen. We're making it happen. Mom, you are out of this contest. Uh, Beth, <laughs> Mrs. Zanuck, you guys are uh, not a, not able to apply. But seriously, guys, please write a go review. and subscribe. Help us out. If you're loving what you're hearing, show us some love. Show us some love. That is it. We will see you soon. See you next week. Bye.